All right, welcome back. We got a big hour ahead. Somebody's mm-hmm. going out in the hot seat in a few minutes, Al, and mm-hmm. we're just going to have a final blitz to see who's getting tickets that we are valuing conservatively at $5,000. Oh, absolutely. Tickets in the Novacare luxury box. But, Al, there are always some major moral issues associated with big games. Right. And that's when I go to the smartest man we book on this show. He runs the Villanova Law Department, and he was a big executive with the Green Bay Packers. Packers. His name is Andrew Brandt. He is also brilliant on Twitter. Andrew Brandt is out of line with us right now. Hi, Andrew. Always a pleasure, guys, especially now you've got this great team in the Final Four. I watched the Sixers last night. All this winning, Angelo. What do you guys talk about? There's no venting. There's oh, there no complaining. is. There's a lot. I've been bitching <laughs> okay. all morning, and I will not stop now. I'm going to be. I haven't even said anything about this. I was off when the story broke. So the Niners, one of their top linemen, Charles Omenyu, has yeah. been accused of domestic assault, which is a zero tolerance issue in the NFL. But they're allowing him to play Sunday because there is an investigation going on. Andrew, internally, you ran the Packers. Internally, is that a difficult decision? What goes into weighing what he did versus his value in the biggest game of the season? Yeah, well, it matters. Greater talent, greater tolerance. This is a guy that I guess has some value for them, and they're kind of putting it under the rug and saying they'll deal with it. They made some statement that we're aware of it and we'll deal with it, which really means we're pissed about it, (laughs) but we're trying to deal with it internally. As far as him missing the game, that would be a team matter because, as we know, league matters take forever on these domestic issues. I mean, Deshaun Watson took 18 months to get to the league's attention. So I think we're going to just see how they deal with it, see what his status is, whether there's any punishment in terms of not playing much, being inactive, or they'll deal with it after the season when there's going to be penalties from the league, perhaps, going forward. But, but Andrew, internally, right, yeah. if you have evidence that indicates that something did happen, is it difficult to place the, the outcome of a game or, you know, the moral backing of a team over, you know, what he actually did and the anger you may feel for that? How tough is it to weigh that? I think we all have to be realistic here. I mean, in that building, in all four of those buildings right now, in the semifinals, football, football, and these things are pushed aside. And as immoral as it seems, as people would like to make it bigger deals, they're just not going to do that this week. Hmm. Now, what's interesting is he's not a top player, So is there going to be internal discipline, as I mentioned, such as he's inactive? Obviously, if this was Debo Samuel, there'd be no issue on that. But these are the kind of things that the reality of sports and the reality of life happens where you have different punishments, different reactions, different levels of production for your people. Yeah. You know, no one will admit it, but I know you're right about that, Andrew. Yeah. Lane Johnson, the, the best matchup in this game is Lane Johnson injured facing Nick Boza. Now, we have a story that just came out the other day saying that he understands, Lane understands, that playing injured, playing after three concussions, there may be a price to pay down the line. Does the team converse with the player about that? 
Do they converse about what's going to happen a year or two or five or ten from now when they're getting ready for the biggest game of the year? No, I do think these discussions happen at some point during the year, not now, maybe in the off season about trying to prevent risks going forward. Listen, everybody listening knows and their children, it's all about the present. And having dealt with players throughout my career, they're worried about the next game, the next practice, the next contract. No one's worried about how they're going to feel in 15 years. No one's worried about whether they're going to be foggy and forget their keys in their 40s. This is not something that's addressed because it's the here and now. People are looking at five minutes in front of their face. That's the thing with athletes. And that's when you talk about the Tua situation, some of these other players that seem to go back into the game. Of course they want to play. Of course they, everybody wants to play from sixth grade until, until their 40s. So the question is, who are the adults in the room stopping them from playing? Can you imagine a Philadelphia team doctor saying to Lane Johnson, you're not going to play? And the reaction of him, his team, the fans, the media, that hasn't happened. And I'm wondering if somewhere down the road, the medical takes over looking out in the future for that. Because, again, this is a business. And the best business for the Eagles right now is having Lane out there no matter how compromised. Do you see how you're getting real answers here that you would not get from anybody in the game of football? All right, true or false, Andrew Brandt, the biggest star of the Eagles in 2022 season, Howie Roseman. I've known him 30 years. He's done a masterful job this year, so much to the point where I'm sure you're talking about, they come out with these Coach of the Year candidates, and you can't even find Nick Sirianni. Who was 14 and one with his starting quarterback? So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, the voters, whoever they are, people around the league, see that this team is so loaded, they're not even going to give the coach of the year recommendation. They're loaded, they're stacked. You know, Angela, I said this before the game last week when people are talking about the Giants' mystique and all going on the road and all that crap. I'm like, listen, maybe Saquon Barkley. Maybe Dexter Lawrence. That's it. So at least 20 of the 22 starting positions favor the Eagles. Think about that. Wow. You've got, you've got two teams in the playoffs, and everybody's talking about the Giants. I'm like, the Giants have no chance of beating this team. The talent gap is so stark between those two teams, the Eagles would have to screw up everything to lose that game. And it... I'm not a gambler, but that was the easiest one of any of the games because look at what I just said, the talent gap. You could make an argument that Lawrence and Barkley wouldn't even start. So that's 20 or 22 of the 22 positions that favor the Eagles. And uh, but that was the answer was true. He just gave us for what I asked him. Uh, Andrew, uh, in yes. a minute I'm going to have you uh, pick this game because you have made national headlines with how accurate your picks have been. But I have one more for you because you had this job. So you're, it's the offseason. Ruben's standing here, too, and he was in the same position. It's the offseason, yeah. and Howie Roseman's on the line. Why are you even taking the call being how he fleeced Tennessee out of A.J. Brown? And he's like, do you even want to talk to this man? 
I think that might be an issue. You know, I'll just say this quickly. I've said it many times on your show. People talk about the prototype for GMs being scouts, and that's what usually happens. All these guys hired now by Tennessee and Arizona, they come from scouting backgrounds. Okay. And that's great. But when you have someone from my background, Howie's background, finance, negotiating business, you're going to have a competitive edge in trade negotiations and contract negotiations because Howie's negotiating with, and I don't mean this pejoratively, football people. And football people just don't have backgrounds in serious negotiations. He's fleeced many teams, and the, the one prominent one is the Saints. And it's just seems to me like this has to be around the league, right? This has to be like, hey, Howie, what are you trying to get on me now? Because he's done such a masterful job with that. He's good at his job. And this shows the inequity between scout types negotiating against business types. That's great. Great answer. Andrew, who do you see winning this game Sunday here? You know, I've said this is September. It just seems like it's the Eagles' year and everybody else is living in it. I just think that this fascination with Brock Purdy is going to end. I think he threw the ball to Diggs a couple times last week that was dropped. I just think this is a superior team we have here this year. I know, obviously, we're all biased, but this is a better team. And before the playoffs, I picked Eagles and Bengals in the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking with that. I just think they're the best-put-together wow. to teams right now. But last thing, Angelo, we're in the sort of the end of days here for, for championship games played at home, so enjoy this. I think the NFL will move to neutral site games. I think they'll have three Super Bowls instead of one, instead of one every year. I think that's coming. I, I know people don't like it, but yeah. I think this was a test case with Atlanta. It didn't happen, but it's going to happen at some point. Andrew, you are awesome. I love everything you say. You've given us all great hope and given us great insight. Thank you as always, Andrew. Thanks, Angela. People are asking. I do these reels on, what is it, Instagram? My students do this? Yeah. (laughs) Andrew Brandt, too. So everyone check that out. Check it out. Thank you, Andrew. (laughs) Great stuff. And I just want to ask you, isn't he good? Uh, Just tell me something. Are you taking Howie's call? Do they have an advantage because they're not scouts? They're negotiators. They're business guys. Does that give Howie an edge when he's trying to talk a trade? I think what's happened with Howie is that he had that uh, that portion, the negotiation piece, but he learned over time. So he has the combination of the two. He's he's also made him you know surrounded himself with good football people also. So he's got the combination of all those things. And I think you know the fact that he had those two years to kind of like chill out and learn more about how to deal with uh, you know all this stuff, I think that really helped him a lot, and it's it's obvious in, in you know the production of what he's had right now. Thank you, Chip Kelly. That's yeah. what he said. <laughs> Absolutely. No question about it. Sparky's up from Malton. Hi, Sparky. Hi, Sal. What's happening, Sparker? Morning, brother. Hey, listen, great time at the Borgata last week. Um, obviously, uh, our crew uh, came down. Had a great time, nice and loud, Dev sung. Uh, but listen, we will see you on February 10th for your grand finale. It'll be Wing Bowl Super Bowl Day at Brigada. Oh, wow. But let They're me tell you come back. That would normally have been our Wing Bowl out two days yeah. before the Super Bowl. So you're predicting that the Eagles are going back to the big game. 
absolutely, absolutely. Let's let's go over Purdy real quick, right? Just it really comes down to him. And you know what's funny is last night, last night, the that actual game, him versus Hertz, right? Yeah. In Oklahoma was on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what happened right away? Hertz was up fourteen to nothing yep. after he scored two touchdowns. You know what Purdy was doing? He was false starting all over the place. Oh, he was. What do you think? Oh yeah, it's, it'll be on tonight. The replay it tonight. But listen, this guy, this Purdy guy, he's had two road games. One in Las Vegas, which is a home, another home team right. home game for you know, and one in Seattle. Yep. Right? He's coming at the Hornets' nest. So we give me a break. There's no chance. There's, There's no, no chance. Th- now, did you notice when you were watching that that uh, that Purdy has teeny tiny hands? Tiny hands, yeah. tiny he just you know turn over here, turn over there, Dang. and then you know and you know his passes were just out routes, right? Yeah. And then yeah, the receivers he's would got do no everything. arms, Buck. Buck, he's got nothing. You understand? He's got nothing. He's going to get smoked on Sunday. He's coming to the horde. He's not. Buck. He doesn't realize the horde nest he's walking into. It's a hornet's nest, Sparky. Maybe you'll be there. Give me something loud. Well, I think I think uh, I qualify, but you know who's loud? You know what's loud? It's just going to be just like the link on Sunday, a volcanic eruption. A the loudest thing ever recorded. Um, eruption, Al, like Mount St. Helens. I've never That's heard one. Thing. No, I haven't, but I've heard the rumors are they're extremely loud. All right. Yep. All right. And let me just check I'll, on I'll this. I believe thing. you. Because uh, Sparky was with Debbie. Debbie's here. Debbie, do you have a song today? You know what, Angelo? When I when we were there on Friday, hi, Sparky. When we were there on Friday, I handed you a purple uh, flash drive. It's a song, Angelo, about you and like an avalanche. It's you're loud and you can't be stopped. So I'm sorry. I know you sort of self-motivated yourself, but Angelo, I wrote a song that you were loud before you even brought this topic. All right, all right, Al. She is proposing that I'm loud. Yeah. All right, so Debbie, but she's got a song. So you and you do have a song, Deb. Uh, Ava has it, and I do have a song. All right, well, I gotta go. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta go to break. Stay on hold. A lot of people today are dying to talk. Stay on hold. Right after I do this break, I'm coming back. You're going to even sing before the hot seat. All right? <laughs> uh, then I'll do the hot seat because Debbie, she has a song that apparently will be negative towards San Francisco. Mm-hmm. There's always time for that. 215-592-9494. WIP. All right, uh, it's uh, 923. One mm-hmm. thing, I got a whole bunch of stuff to do. What is that? Now, all morning, I have been working on the Joel Embiid gesture. Okay. Because he is in trouble now with uh, Kevin Durant. Because he did. What do you call that, Ava? What is that called? Uh, it's a motion to suck it. All right. Because yeah. right, let's see if I'm getting <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Al, I'm on, there. I'm on here. Yeah. But it's more of like an in your face, like. You know, like gestures, not really. Ah, supposed to you're be gonna sexy. pull a hip. Yeah. You're gonna pull ah, something. I can't yeah. do. Al, I can't do it. I feel like I'm not coordinated. You're not. You're not. It's that's not. Don't do that. Does it look like awkward? That. It looks like you're constipated. It's 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 not your gesture. Yeah. You know, be honest with you. It's you know, been a little tough lately. Have some Meramucil oh, there. Meramucil oh, move. All right, wait before. Before we get the hot seat, uh, Deborah uh, Singer is here. Hi, Debbie. Hey there, Angelo. This is a quickie for my San Francisco friends. All right, let's hear the song. Let's break the heart of San Francisco as the Eagles 
swoop in for the kill. Go birds! <laughs> that's no, nice that and quick. short. I like that. Wait a minute, Man, Debbie. That was very short. Very good. That was short and to the point. I like Ow. short. I do. That was good. All right, Deb, and what is loud again? Just say it again. We are loud, Angela. Like me, you're loud. Will She said I'm loud, Al. Put me down. Yep. Good luck, Deb. And we will. By the way, just so you know, we will be at Borgata tomorrow if you would like to come visit us. There was quite a crowd last week, Al. Can't you're wait. There, you're there tomorrow, right? Yeah. Spend some quality <laughs> time that. with Look Al Morgan. enthusiasm. Can't Al wait. Morganti, uh, who is just about to start his five years. You're going to wear the ring to kiss, or is it uh, no, optional? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and then, because I have not had enough of the city, uh-huh. I will be at Chickies and Pete's at the pep rally between 6 and 8 o'clock, hosted by Miss Ava Graham. Uh, what, a, what a go-getter. And you, you can do the X over there. You know yeah, what? Yeah, I might right. try yeah. it. I might try it up. Well, no, He'll no, fall. No, no, He's no, going to pull I, a hammy. They need to come steps up. He's got to walk. Last <laughs> yeah, the seafood may swim out. Ew. Ava Graham. Yes. Who's on the hot seat? Well, Angelo, I don't think this guy's ready for what we have in store for him. Today, Brock Purdy's on the hot seat. Sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge. A different kind of network designed to save you money. Hot seat. Simple question, Hurts versus Purdy. Wilbon, do you see the Eagles having a significant advantage at quarterback? No, no. The other guy, huh, the rookie, Mr. Irrelevant, uh, he's undefeated. He hadn't lost a game, right. so nobody has an advantage over him. And it's not 2-0, I think it's 7-0. No, no, I don't. All right, that Rube? He's a clown. Yeah. yeah. That dude is a clown show. Clown show is right, Rube. Brock Purdy isn't ready for the link on Sunday, all right? Did you factor that one in, Will Bond? Would you heckle Brock Purdy? Uh, yeah, of course you're going to heckle him. This little kid, he looks like a little kid. Wait till this kid come to the link on Sunday yeah. and face this defense. He's never seen nothing like this. Last week, the Cowboys got after him, and he know the Eagles are going to be on there because they have a great rotation in their defensive line. Yep. And they're going to be on his ass all game. This kid, Brock Purdy, I want to lay such a beating on this kid that he questions whether or not he wants to play football anymore. <laughs> Purdy who? He's got the 40 winers are going down, baby. Purdy. Purdy so good. How about Jalen Hurts so good? I think Brock Purdy is a system quarterback. I think if you put him in another offense, he's a backup. He's a bench warmer. And that guy isn't even an Eagles fan. Be afraid, Brock. Be very afraid. Nice job there, Ava. Nice. Ava's, Ava's definitely in. Right now, she's in the zone. Yeah. She's feeling mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, and she'll be the leading that pep rally with the yep. cheerleaders. Jeremiah yeah. Trotter, mm-hmm. you Douglas. Oh, yep. you. I'm going to tell you something. Forget any other inducement to God. Yeah. You need to take a sniff of you Douglas. Huh? That man, what? I don't what? know what's going on okay. now with his cologne. But that thing is nice. All right. Well, really? no. No, I no. find I'm making excuses to get closer to him to get one more sniff in. I can't be encouraging people to smell yes. Hugh Douglas. Have you a... smelled him today, Ruth? No, I didn't. I didn't no. really right, hurry notice. up. I don't know if he left yet. Uh, no, he left already. Either. He left oh, already. Oh, yeah. I tell you, uh, that guy, man. Delicious. Yeah, well, Delicious. Oh, my God. By, like, Eagles pep rallies. Cheese and Pete's in South Philadelphia. 6 p.m. start time. An appearance by Angelo. It's going to be... Awesome, and 
someone's going to win tickets to the game. No, you know Douglas is there like three minutes before his arrival. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got the same got cologne. the oils. Going. He's got the cologne philosophy of Jay Wright. <laughs> Conklin at the, the Con- Con- Sports Con- Writers Association <laughs> banquet yeah. almost immediately came out. Yes, he did. That's good to know. Jay is the best. He said that Al borrowed one of Jay's suits because he, <laughs> he needed more places to wear them. <laughs> Pretty good. Kenny's up from the Dirty 30. Hi, Kenny. Good morning. Listen, I, I, I'm ready to go into the game, but I do have to tell this loud story real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Picture a very, very, very tiny car. Clothing Scott driving. Angelo crammed in the front seat. Crammed in the back seat is Jonesy, Joe Wechter, and me. Sitting in traffic for two hours trying to get from the Philly Spring Training Field to Clearwater Beach. And then Jonesy rips one. That is true. I don't know what gets any louder than that. That is true. And and Keith, so you're saying Keith Jones's rear end is loud, Kenny? God. Well, you witnessed it. No, I I witnessed it. I heard it. And let me just say, (laughs) there was some bulk in that backseat. Oh, man. There was some half there. Uh, Kenny, you're there on Sunday. Just tell me. Absolutely. What's your mindset right now three days before? What are you thinking? Well, things have kind of changed after you had Andrew Brand on. You know, I I was already lathered up because we're going to see the Eagles in the NFC Championship, and we're going to go kick the Niners' ass, and we're going to go – shoved this game up the rear ends of the national media. Mm, yep. Now I'm finding out that apparently the NFL needs to make some more money because they're not rich enough, and they're going to take these games away from us. I know. Yes, so I'm gonna yell I no, he's so right. I he's right. This. He's I 100% can't. right. That if it, th- There may be one more at most after this because there's mm. more money to be made with neutral site games that you could have teams bid for than they can basically fleece their communities out of new stadiums. This is yep. all part of the pro- – that's how they did the wor- the uh, Super Bowl. Kenny, they're going to do it. So let's yeah. just take the fans who've been to every game all year, paying all that money, and then when you get to the, you know, penultimate game, yep. so we can finally see – they're going to uh, take that away from them too. Let's send it to Atlanta. Let's let those people see the game, and we can. It's that a makes fact. a lot of sense. It's a fact. And don't you think Andrew Brandt knows the inner workings of that league? Al, it's going to happen, whether you say it is or not. I can't. If there's more money to be made and Roger Goodell is the commissioner, they're going to try to make that money. That'd be a shame. I love it. Kenny, mm-hmm. uh, I will put you out hold Give me Keith one. Jones's rear end. All right? Give me one. Because it is uh, – all right, hold on. i got to put – Kenny, he wants what? Jonesy wants what? Well, in honor of Jonesy. What the hell? There you have it. Huh? Give me one. No, that's very always classy. Very classy. Very classy. Greg is up from Phoenix, Bell. Hi, Greg. Great. Hey, Angelo. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Greg. Are you getting ready? I am ready, man. I'm ready. It's going to be Eagles 27, Niners 17. That's about, you know what? That's about right. I think. I think you're yeah. right in the right range with that. The Eagles hey. are going to put the ball up, and they're going to hit a lot of passes. It's a you passing it. game. It's not a running game. It's a passing game this week. AJ Brown, anytime, TD Angelo. Oh man, and Goddard, don't forget my man Goddard. Goddard yeah. is great hey, with Angela. the ball. Yes, Greg. Angelo, the reason I called is uh, I know earlier you were talking about the uh, Ticketmaster, and you had asked me to call when I emailed you earlier in the week. What happened? I just wanted, well, I just wanted to say real quick, I'm in a wheelchair. And I wanted to let you know, like I did over the email, that um, 
people with disabilities can't get tickets anymore. We used to be able to call a special number for the Eagles, and I don't know, maybe it's Ticketmaster's fault, and we used to be able to get our tickets because seating is very limited, and the Eagles were very sensitive about that, and they helped us get our tickets so that we could see. Um, but the problem is, when I called for tickets last spring, the Eagles told me they no longer do that, that, um, you know, they you can't call this number anymore. And I talked to some lady there, Angelo. She was kind of nasty. <laughs> when I asked to speak to Mr. Laurie himself, she said, well, do you actually, Angelo, I found out they hold some tickets back. So she said, well, do you want these tickets or not? And I said, I thought you just told me that you don't sell them by phone anymore. She said, well, we hold some back. I said, yeah, but what are people with disabilities, it's other than me, going to do from now on about getting tickets? I mean, why why have a section, Angelo, that is uh, handicapped accessible when it's filled with people who are able-bodied? Wow. All right, first of all, Greg, sense. Greg, I, we got it. Greg, if what they're doing, if you're describing what they're doing, that's illegal. You understand? There are laws in this country to make sure you have an opportunity like everybody else has. So I'm hoping the Eagles are listening to this right now that Don Smolensky or somebody in his team will will follow this up to get you some answers. Because, Greg, otherwise you need a lawyer, right? Seriously, they can't do that. You I have understand? no idea. They sold if out on saying, it. If they're saying to you, we no longer have the number to yes. co- accommodate the handicap, and there is no number, they are in violation of American handicap law. Yeah, probably. And, yeah. and at that point, they Greg, won't be. You, they have to fix that. Do you understand? They can't do that to you. Or And the fact that you didn't take the tickets because you saw it as a bigger issue, I applaud you for that. Because most people would have gone, oh, I got mine. That's all that matters. And you went, no, I, it's a bigger issue than my tickets. That's a well, gr- great job. And the fact the woman was nasty. Who is nasty to the disabled? What is wrong with somebody who would be nasty to a disabled fan? Hmm. No, this yeah. will, uh, Greg, you saying it on the air, I expect, because I know how sensitive the Eagles are to this and how reactive they are to these kind of public complaints. I expect you will get a response to this soon. Hmm. All right. Thanks a lot, Angela. Right. What's loud? Greg, that. give me something that's loud. An airline plane, an airline jet. A jet. Stay online, jet Greg. Engine. Eagles, uh, the ball's in your court. Well, I'm he sure that, uh, I mean, just like, we can't get tickets. I'm sure there's a limited. No, it may be he has season. to have a number. Has oh, yeah. to have a special oh, no, number. There's no somebody. way they can. They have to be compliant. Special needs, special number. Yeah, but I'm saying if they have, are you allowed to have season tickets as an as a handicap? I would think you'd have. Well, every, what if they're sold out? Well, then you're in the same boat as anybody else, but exactly. you're not excluded. No, you can't be excluded. No, nobody's excluded. And if they have handicapped sections that are being filled by unhandicapped that people, they can't do violation of the law. No, I'm not a lawyer, but I know the law. Two one five five nine two. No, I don't know the law. (laughs) I just like to thank you for saying this is going to be handled. You know, the person who has to handle it is me. Let me just say um, that does bring me some comfort. (laughs) Two one five. And now Rhea is showing already. She has her game face on via (laughs) obscene. Now she's doing that thing better than you ever did. (laughs) 
course she is. Maria, that's a whole different uh, gesture, but it's very effective. Uh, yes, Thank usually you. is. 215 thought Eli was back in town. 9494. Ironically, I, I know somebody right here that might be able to help you. All right, 943 is the time. I would like to test my co-host here for a moment because yes. uh, whether you understood it or not in the moment, I did something extremely classy today and continued to do it for the entire show. Ruben uh, Amaro, do you have any sense for what that might be? Not at all. <laughs> you think in the not, whole three and a half hours I did nothing there was classy? nothing very classy. Well, yeah. I got to tell you, I did. In a minute, I'll inform you. Okay. Al, anything, you've worked with me forever. You held it Something- in? <laughs> <laughs> held it in. He says held it in. Right. That is, Rhea, you're my That's last classy. refuge here. Did yes. I do something classy today? It's going to take me a Jeez, long time to think about God, it. I gave the guy <laughs> tickets with the one foot and all this Wait, other- wait, wait, wait. You no, gave two tickets? <laughs> I thought Novacare gave him tickets. Right. Novacare and someone else. That was that's not even what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. All right, but anyway, I'm going to give you a clip. Now, this is Nick Sirianni yesterday, and he's talking about the fact that some of the people he worked with got, uh, you know, finalists for guys of the year things and here's what he said that's something i can't control and those awards are nice and and everything like that uh, i'm really happy for jalen and and shane that, that they're on that but you know we have obviously much bigger things uh, ahead and on our sites than individual awards ladies and gentlemen earlier in this week i was mm-hmm. immersed in a controversy not of my own making i was called out by the head coach of the philadelphia eagles nick mm-hmm. sirianni mm-hmm. for not giving the props needed for Mr. Jonathan Gannon, who has, and then he reeled off all these stats about how Gannon has been the elite of the elite. Mm -hmm. Well, yesterday, the uh, assistant coaches of the year were named. Mm -hmm. Steichen was named, probably with justification. No Gannon. Uh, No Gannon now. Kind of surprising. Hold on a minute. Didn't wait a minute? Didn't Sirianni come on this show a few weeks ago and say this? Assistant coach of the year, Jonathan Gannon. Yes. No, apparently not. He didn't even make the top three. I could have made. I could have laughed in their face all day today, and I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classy. You, but you couldn't stay classy. You didn't laugh at oh, I couldn't do the whole show. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? I, I, I'm going to take this whole thing. No, no three quarters. It was I like, can't like even. Nine tenths of it. I had to let it out. At the end, I let it out. Come on, Al. If I the can't. guy was that great a coach, wouldn't he have been uh, you know, recognized by his peers? Uh, Who can come on and say, I've been classy for 55 yes, minutes? Yes, I have. I, I could the not make this all four solid. hours. <laughs> I, I acknowledge. I could not make it the full four hours. There are some I times came, oh, you I think yourself. that you can't. Go any lower, I and then you close. managed to oh, go no, even lower. My God! Now you even... want to now you want a credit for yes, that? I he do. wants an award, Al. I, Al, I could have used that as a hammer all day, oh. and I thought of the well-being of these fans and that team above my own interests. I'm a classy guy. Oh, Thank God. you. That is what I am. <laughs>
I can't Thank even. You. Sweet Jesus of Nazareth. I've never heard any. That's unbelievable. No, it is not unbelievable, Al. It is uh, showing great restraint. I can't. You with me, bro? He's created I, a new bar. I, I, I demonstrated <laughs> enormous restraint. And now I like to praise myself the two minute warning. <laughs> John from Clifton. You're a jerk, Al. John from Clifton's on the line. Hi, Johnny. Hey, what's going on, Angelo? What's going on, morning crew? John, did you see what happened at the end of the Sixers game with Embiid and Durant? I did see that, but even earlier in the game with Embiid with that foul that they called on Kyrie, that was not a foul, and they, the Sixers got a lot of bad calls last night. Hmm. Well, it seemed like uh, uh, right now they're playing very, very well, and they're beating Six teams. Six in a row. But, yeah. but that gesture at the end, that ramps up the rivalry a little bit, doesn't it, John? It does, and it makes the crowd very loud and very uh, rambunctious. Did you know what that gesture meant? I did. As a as an 80s baby, as a kid growing up in the 90s watching wrestling, I did exactly know what it meant and where it came from. All right. Do you think it's going to make the next game even dicier? Um, I think the, the next game is always going to be dicey with the Nets because of KD, because of Ben Simmons. It's, 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 it's a rivalry now, so I like it. Well, Simmons uh, did not play the final oh, nine God. minutes. Out oh my God! Because uh, he they stinks. Yeah, oh. they can't have him out on the court. It's exactly. amazing. They can't really. put him on the court when they're trying to score points. And then Embiid <laughs> came in a couple of times down yeah. the lane. Yeah, and Simmons just just Didn't tra- let him tra- go. went the other way. He does not. He <laughs> does not no want any oh part God. of that large man. John, give me something loud. So something loud on uh, February, well, not February, January 2018 on the Parkway at the Jason Kelsey speech, 1.2 million people loud after his speech. That's great. great. I, I got to tell you, I, I had 3.2 million, <laughs> but it's a hell of a lot more than that mayor said. He had it under a million now. Yeah. And I don't like that. I was there. There was a lot more people than what he said. It is stuck in my craw now for five full years. Yeah. And you know what? I'm actually, that's one reason I don't mind that he's leaving. He yeah. doesn't mind he that doesn't you're leaving. He doesn't mind either. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty no, sure of that. It may get more people that have prayed for him leaving than the Eagles. <laughs> 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 that was good, Al. That's I, not right, Al. On the line, that could cause Rhea a call later today. <laughs> yes, on the you. line, a day early is my brother, Simon. and John. Hi, Johnny. I'm too fucked up. I can't wait. I got, there hasn't been a day since Sunday that it's, I'm going to do this all the way through Scottsdale, participate in the fight song in a diner, restaurant, bar, and we did it last night on enemy turf up in North Jersey. Wow. Ooh, nice. All right, so, John, tomorrow, though, we are looking live. Uh, 6.20, 6.30, somewhere in there? I will be live in the Brigada. Oh, oh he's coming to the bar. Bo- oh, oh, that is so exciting. And you're going to do it live right there, poor guy. To come out early, you're going to see Simon John do it. That's perfect, John. Thank you for doing I, that. I have something loud. What? In honor of our history and the Eagles slogan, it's a Philly thing, Veteran Stadium. Veteran oh, Stadium. The, vet. the 700 that level. Yeah. That was that loud. That was a loud place. Do you, was it loud for baseball? Not like football, right? Well, in the playoffs it was. It was. Oh, my goodness, yes. 80, 93? Yeah, that was very, very loud. No. But, but, enjoyed, how about with the Burt Hooten thing? Did you enjoy oh, playing yeah, on that? Yeah. How did you feel about playing on that turf? 
I didn't mind because I didn't play that much. <laughs> you know, at didn't least bother me. by benching you as much as they did, yeah. they preserved they your preserved ligaments. They preserved my body. Yeah, His ligaments, I, I'm in better now shape. I can play golf. Them. Good shape. <laughs> Good thing they didn't play you more. Yeah. Keith is on the line. Hi, Keith. I need something <laughs> loud. All right, Angelo. Every time the Eagles score this weekend, they're going to go off. Fireworks. Oh, fireworks. Oh, yeah, they My are loud. That was Ruben <laughs> yes. Amaro's, right, Ruben? That was Taco's. Taco came up with that one. He said, don't forget about fireworks. Taco Amaro. Yeah. Wait, he was texting you? Yes, he was. Did Taco want to try to win the tickets? No. No, no. He, uh, he, he wants, wants to watch the game. He wants to watch the game at home. See, that's 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 intensive. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to the game. Hey, you go. are going? I got to go. How did you get picked? A good friend, uh, Gianmarco uh, Matricelli, I guess he's- John uh, Marco, yeah. He owns the Chesapeake. Yeah. He owns the yeah. Chesapeake uh, Bay Inn, and this guy is was awesome. He, I met him at the Fantasy Camp. He hooked me up with a ticket. So if I'm you go, be with him. if you go to that inn, you're probably getting a free meal too. Right? No doubt, oh. <laughs> and the food is <laughs> spectacular no nice. there. No doubt, I will definitely take a page out of your book. <laughs> no, I'll be completely honest with you. A free meal to me always tastes better than yeah. one I'm paying. Yeah, it? It, it, right? Get used to paying. If it's free, it's for me. <laughs> Get used to paying. <laughs> you know, well, that is a valid point. <laughs> Adam, I need something loud. Well. Our men were disrespected with BG, with Reddick, and with Nick Sirianni. Yeah. And something that you don't do is you don't cross a train track. And I'm going to say a train horn. Train horn. Oh, yeah. Good one, Greg. Yeah. I need something loud. How about at the Lincoln Financial Field after the Star Spangled Banner is finishing up a military flyover? Oh, the flyover, Al. That is ear piercing. Let's go to Adam. Adam, I need something loud. I got uh, my favorite caller, Eagle Shirley. Eagle Shirley. Tony, where's Ava? She's got to make some rulings here. Tony, I need something loud. A sperm whale. (laughs) Sperm. Uh, We always one call too many. We always always take it to the limit. Sperm. (laughs) Wait, real quick. That was on like every list. Yeah. Sperm whale? Whale would have been fine. Good, because I'm not Googling that. (laughs) Al. Tom's up next. Tom, what's loud? (laughs) Game three, Bryce Harper, two-run shot, World Series, followed by Boehm, home run. All right. Can't beat that. I'll write all that down. Well, that was Bedlam at the Bank. Bedlam at the Bank. It's already there. Kim, it's already been picked. Kim, I need uh, something loud. Kim! Not well, that there. would be, yeah. That's Jennifer, yeah. last last one is Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi. What's Good morning. loud? What's loud? What, loud is Merrill Reese calling the touchdowns and an ultimate Super Bowl victory. And they score! He's good. Oh. He's great on that. Yes. He is great on that. All right. It's up to Ava to pick the five right. loud things. She wanted things very loud today mm-hmm. for the game on Sunday. Yep. Ava, what do you got? So, going in is you, Angelo. Oh, come on. Uh, Bedlam at the Bank Bedlam, yep. going in. That's a good one. Uh, the Kelsey speech that was just nominated, that's going in. Pep Rally is going in. Because she runs it. And Fireworks it's... is going in. There you go. All right. Yeah, very All good. Right. All right. Who is going to these? This is like five grand or more, Al. Mm-hmm. Sunday's game. game. It's huge. Who's our winner? Fireworks. Oh, fireworks. Yes. And Taco. that was your pick. That was Taco's pick. Yeah, and but Taco doesn't win the tickets. Yeah, Taco, Taco doesn't win the Those tickets. are the tickets for Novacare, so thank you very much again. Novacare. Those Nova are going to be Care, awesome. Great and the people of Novacare, we are in constant awe of each and every one of you. 
fine doctors. Ava Graham. Yes. Well, speaking of NovaCare, line of the day is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looked so good. Now, they surprised Dave Sommerfeld with tickets, which I had no idea was coming. And Dave had no idea what was coming. And then he started kind of just going off, and he's our line of the day. Purdy who? He's got the 40 winers are going down, baby. Purdy. Purdy so good. How about Jalen Hurts so good? I love it. I've 40 winers is what I'm going to call them. I thought when I told him to shut up because they were about to give him the tickets. <laughs> that was a good you line, You should have seen his oh, face. Beautiful. But I, we were trying to get it in. The guy is not letting you get in that you are going to the game. <laughs> Arson Arnie just texted me. Yeah. I'm louder than fireworks. <laughs> you know, I think he is. <laughs> Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Looking to buy or lease a new Silverado Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. Which member of the Eagles got snubbed the worst by the awards voting? 46% Brandon Graham. That is the correct answer. Congratulations to all our voters today. Our studio assistants were Ava Graham and Kyle Quinn. In studio, Ruben Amaro Jr., Novacare's Ray Panaccio with Dave Sommerfeld and Kerry Iacovelli. Our sit-ins today were Vince Mallet and Joe Hembold. And our producer... Joseph A. Wester Jr. Joe DeCambridge, John Ritchie coming up next. We'll see you at the Borgata. How did we do today?